First of all, let me express to you my joy to be able to be with you for this Easter Tridium and to celebrate with you this Mass of Thanksgiving for all the graces that we have received in these months and weeks since the fire. I want to thank you all that you have supported and helped our community to overcome these difficult times. And I want to thank the community of our canons, the candidates, the oblates, especially our dear provincial canon Talarico, for having shown the courage and the leadership to go this long way together with all of you. I want to thank the Archdiocese of Chicago, especially the Most Reverend Archbishop Kupic, for having given over to the Institute the property at Woodlawn Avenue and for having confidence in us that we can rebuild and revive our Shrine of Christ the King. Also, my heartfelt gratitude goes to the Presbyterian Church and the community here for giving us this hospitality. And finally, again, let me thank everyone and each of you, also the Preservation Society and everyone here in the neighborhood in Chicago, in the whole city that has understood how important it is that the Shrine of Christ the King remains here and that new life comes to it through the efforts of the Institute of Christ the King. May God and St. Joseph, by his intercession, richly bless you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Ite at Joseph. Go to Joseph. This recommendation originally refers to the Joseph of the Old Testament. But many times the Church and great saints, among them St. Francis de Sales, has referred afterwards this recommendation to the foster father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Go to Joseph. If you need help, go to him. He knows how to intercede for you. He is an example for you and he will help you in all difficulties and in dear times. Therefore, this recommendation for us is very actual. Go to Joseph. Because in the situation we are in, we can learn from him what is good husbandry and what is Christian stewardship. As a matter of fact, if you see what he did in his life to support and sustain the Holy Family, step by step you can learn from him what we have to do here at South Woodlawn Avenue. First of all, he has shown great courage. Certainly, he was advised by heaven what to do, but still to do it and to take his heart in his hands, to do something that in the eyes of the world was unconceivable, took him courage, took him the will to collaborate with divine grace. And from him, in every situation of our lives, we can learn not to give up, not to act like the world does, 
but really to continue to do the will of God, to be courageous and to have confidence. Then, certainly, he also for us is an example of collaboration and cooperation with divine providence. Because courage is not enough. You have to do the right thing in the right moment. Again, we know that he had the special privilege to be alerted by angels what the right moment would be. But still, he had to follow the indications of heaven. He had to take in his hand the salvation of the Holy Family. He had to go to Egypt, not knowing what was waiting for him there. And afterwards, when the danger was over, he had again to pack all his things and to go back to his homeland, not knowing for another time what would expect him there. He did it because he could read with confidence the signs of holy providence. He took the propitious moment and he did the will of God when and at the moment God wanted it to be done. That is really cooperation with divine providence. But it doesn't end here. Good stewardship, good husbandry doesn't only mean to do things in special moments. It means that you continue to work with Holy Providence. Therefore, another sign, another quality of St. Joseph is constancy. For more than 30 years, he was constantly at the side of Our Lady and of her Divine Child. He was a hard worker. He did everything to protect them and to secure their material safeness. He did everything to be a good father to the divine child. He was the one who gave protection and a home for many, many years to the Holy Family. His constancy is something that we can learn from him when everyone else may want to quit the ship. Then, certainly all this shows that he gave his whole life to God, his whole life to the Blessed Mother, his whole life to the Divine Child. From him we can learn this fathomless and selfless generosity. Not only material generosity, but spiritual generosity. He gave it all to them. He was always in the shadow. He didn't want to be visible in what he did, but he did it for the sake of charity, for the sake of love, for the sake of really giving everything he had in a very manly way to Our Lady and to the Infant King. And finally, and perhaps most beautiful thing, that he did that all not to achieve a worldly goal. He did it for a spiritual benefit. He wanted that the Divine Savior was able to accomplish his mission. That the Divine Savior was protected in order 
to perform when the day should come his supreme sacrifice. He knew that this child, this young man, was the Messiah. And he did everything to foster the accomplishment of the mission of our Lord in this world. The goal of his husbandry, the goal of his stewardship, was profoundly and thoroughly spiritual. This is all we can learn from St. Joseph in this moment. Certainly, it needed a lot of courage by all of you, by our community, by our prior general, to agree to continue in this place. It was obvious, though, that Holy Providence had selected the best time. Many signs indicated to the provincial and to the superior general that now the time was come to take the work on in an even deeper sense. And evidently the archdiocese and the archbishop saw these providential signs and gave the base of the future home for the infant Jesus the property to the institute. The right time to be courageous is given to us many times by divine grace and we can read it by the signs of providence on our way. And then we need certainly now constancy. We don't need only big moments. We need constant work, constant stewardship, constant fidelity to the project St. Joseph will help us with because it is a home for the infant child. We need the same constancy that is so typical for the good husband and foster father Joseph to continue, to never give up and to be sure that God is with us. Therefore, we have to imitate him also in this generosity, certainly in material generosity because we need big donations but much more even by spiritual generosity, giving everything to God, giving our existence with our family to him. In so many ways can we do that in our practical lives, but we can do this also by supporting and being present at the project that divine providence has started here. And finally, we all know that we don't do this for a worldly aim. We don't do it for a worldly goal only. Certainly it's very important to preserve this wonderful landmark. Certainly it's very important that the neighborhood is really sure that we stay here and we work with them. But even more, there is a spiritual goal. This is the house of God. We have to revive it so that God can stay, that the divine infant can reign, that the goal of St. Joseph to make his mission to be accomplished in this world can happen also here again at South Woodlawn Avenue. Our goal, our common goal, is a spiritual goal for the triumph of the infant king. Therefore, we imitate St. Joseph 
in his courage, in his cooperation with Holy Providence, in his constancy, in his generosity. But first and foremost, in this spiritual view that once that the supernatural world governs this visible world so that many hearts and many souls can be conducted and guided to the infant king who will reside here at South Woodlawn Avenue in a beautiful rebuilt shrine in the nearer future. Therefore, the recommendation that we get today by the Church is true for all of us. If we want to accomplish this work, we have to do as the Church has always told all of us and tells us again this day, Ita at Josef, go to Joseph. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.